Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. Today's episode of the Tourpreneur podcast is kindly sponsored by Checkfront, the booking platform trusted by over 5,000 tour and activity operators around the world. This month, Checkfront is offering an exclusive 90-day free trial for tourpreneurs. Find out more at checkfront.com forward slash tourpreneur. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, here is your host, Shane Whaley. Hello and welcome to episode 116 of Tourpreneur. This is the podcast where we flatten the learning curve for tour operators around the world. Today, I wanted to have a chat with you about a question and a comment that was posted in our Facebook group and prompted quite a lot of discussion because I think the original poster really hit on something that many of us are feeling right now. And maybe many of us are a little too nervous or anxious or self-aware to really talk about. I'm going to read out the comment and question to you, and I will read out some of the replies, and I'm going to give you some of my antidotes to this as well. Now, I'm not going to use any names here. If you remember the Facebook group, it's all there for you. These are real people. Um, but I want to kind of protect their identity on a podcast because our community is, is ring-fenced, unless I'm given permission. And the question that came in was, How do you cope with decision fatigue and or burnout, especially if you're a one-person show? I can feel it big time right now, and it's really affecting my ability to get things done, plan, and make decisions. Six months ago today, our country went into complete lockdown, and I feel like I've lived in a pressure cooker since then. Some people thrive on uncertainty and pressure, but that is not me. Tell me about your healthy coping mechanisms. What works for you to keep, what works for you to help you keep a clear head? And I'll read out some of the answers because I know a lot of us are going through this right now. Uh, One answer was plenty of walks and podcasts. Yes, absolutely endorse that. Exercise whilst listening to Torpreneur and uh, other podcasts, of course. Um, Also spending quality time with people who know nothing about tours. That's an interesting perspective for me because sometimes I think we are in this bubble and it is good to talk to people who are outside of our industry about other things that aren't necessarily related to tours because I can tell you now, I speak on average to, let's say, three tour operators every day by phone or by text. And I also write a daily brief 
99% of what I'm writing about is negative and sad and tragic. Most operators I'm speaking to right now are down in the dumps. Most operators I'm speaking to right now are in hibernation and are working other jobs to be able to put food on the table. So for me to talk to people outside of the industry is really important because otherwise I'm going to crack up, quite frankly. Um, it's, it's very, very tough when you're relentlessly hearing horrible stories of operators who are having to close up shop, as it were, or are thinking of closing up and they're sharing with you how their business is down so much year on year. And I've always said this on Torpreneur, I'll never sugarcoat stuff, right? That I don't do the unicorn poop thing here. We'll always be straight and honest. Um, another Torpreneur wrote, I have to constantly remind myself to be gentle with myself. It has been stressing. I have spent a lot of time on social media trying to get the latest info to discuss how to move forward, etc. And that nonstop, as long as I had my phone in my hand, so I never really stopped working, basically. I had to accept that this year is lost, that it's fine if I don't study everything that can possibly help me. I think trying to regain any small bit of control isn't necessarily a good coping mechanism, because how do you draw the line? When it, when it is enough. There is always more to do, more to learn. So trying to step out of the situation, assessing the pattern, the reason behind it, and then realizing I'm not on the right path, but without blaming myself or being unnecessarily harsh, has been an eye-opener. And I went back to arts and crafts, and it's helped me to not think about everything else when I focus on what I'm crafting. So again, very important. Uh, this is really good advice wish I could say names, <laughs> uh, but very good advice in terms of there is this paralysis about there are so many, someone else posted this about I've signed up for five different courses and I haven't, haven't studied any of them because I have this paralysis and I, I'm beating myself up daily about it. And I think again, in this case, social media, um, I'm going to share with you how I'm getting out of this or how I'm, how I'm working towards getting out of this uh, at the end of the episode. I want to read everyone else's feedback first, but I've got some tips for you on that because social media can also be pretty toxic right now and uh, depressing. I like the idea of having a hobby. Uh, for me, I'm learning German. I have a German class every week. I try and get an hour of that in a day. And it's something that is not related to my work here as a podcaster or a content creator, um, or even in travel. It's something else I can focus on. I'm trying to be a faster runner. I'm trying to work out more. And, you know, they are things that I'm focusing on that aren't dependent on COVID, right? I challenge myself to read four books a week. Wow. Wow. Okay. Often I listen to motivational speeches. Sometimes I feel burnout of all the news and grab a beer. Beer is always good. Make an inch better than yesterday and don't forget to give a space for yourself. So I applaud you for reading four books a week. I'm lucky if I can get through one and I love to read. Um, but again, um, the, the poster didn't say what kind of books I strongly feel. Well, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll come to my, no, I'll say it now. Reading a fiction book is really important. Um, in the evenings I read a fiction book and that helps me sleep as long as it's not too scary. Right. Um, helps me sleep and I'm not thinking about business issues. If I read a business book before bed, my head is, uh, you know, my brain's all over the place. Um, next up. 
Uh, I'm in the same boat, but bored and frustrated as hell. Here is my take, but it's far from rocket science. I know you're doing this stuff anyway. Think positive and a vaccine will come sooner rather than later. Exercise, walk fresh air, contact with new people, short-term work, uh, write a book, blog, company housekeeping, new skills, Canva, iMovies, digital marketing. I wish this would help. In my case, it's damage limitation. I'm struggling and fear the next six months and come April 21st, it might still be an issue. I'm going to read this guy's name out because he's pretty outspoken online and he gives some some good advice. Peter Syme. First, always remember that stress is good, not bad. It's nature's way of training us to deal with bleep. However, our society today has framed it as always bad. It gets to that point when the balance gets out of kilter. The longer you're in a stressful situation, the more it builds up and you need to be able to release that. Otherwise, it manifests in bad ways. Those of us who thrive in chaos are not born that way. We were trained by spending a lot of time in high stress situations. Every single person on earth can get to the point of being stressed. It's only a matter of circumstance and time. Coping mechanisms, everyone is different with this, but you have to discover what works for you. For me, for over 20 years, it was hard, excessive exercise. Last 20 years, it's been a combination of education and walking dogs. The seven hounds love me this year as I've has never been walked so much as I've never been at home so long. And I'm signing up for lots of courses this winter. So I suspect 2020 has been a wee bit stressful. It's rare that nature does not help people who are stressed. Of course, Peter's ex-military. Uh, he shared that a couple of times on the show. So, you know, Peter does, you know, the military trains you how to deal with stress. Um, and these boiling point situations. So he's taken his military training to to help him get through this. He's also a, a voracious learner, is Peter. He's always sending me different courses that he's on or books that he's on. You know, he always wants to learn, and I think that's a cool thing as well. But it also can lead, as the original poster said, to stress, especially, you know, you've got a couple of courses. You, you know, I've done it. I bought a couple of courses. And I'm like, okay, which one do I start first? Which one's going to move the lever for me? Um, I, I, you know, I, I picked up, um, I signed up for something I wanted to do as a teenager, which is the national council for the training of journalists course, um, foundational certificate in journalism. I wanted to do that when I was 18. Now they're offering it online and I'm just so way behind on it. Yeah. This is something I really, really want to do. Um, so I can understand and I feel bad. I beat myself up. And I'm like, hey, you've only done three modules. You need to get, and I put this pressure on myself. But then sometimes, as someone said earlier on about being gentle to yourself, it's like, well, you're also producing all this content every week and you're networking and speaking to lots of operators. Stop beating yourself up. But it's really hard not to beat yourself up because I'm so far behind with that course that I, you know, I, I want to get on with it. Um, um, another poster said, stress and that feeling of immense pressure can be awful, especially when we see no clear way out as we're now under as we are now under the pandemic. But I agree with the other post that stress is nature's way of getting us ready for a change, fight, action, etc., and should be embraced and managed. This poster also gives a TED Talk link transcript or transcript to of how to make stress your friend. I will add that to today's show notes. Another operator said, I'm excited about new projects and figuring out solutions. I remember that everything I do affects our guests. Helping them motivates me. I hear you. I myself, as a solo operator, have been enduring a rough ride. I have to speak to my stress and anxieties as third person to take a hike and leave me alone. 
For me, it's about getting out in nature, watching wildlife and birds and photography. I acknowledge that I'm incredibly lucky that where I am, we have zero COVID cases, which means we have some freedoms not afforded to others around the world. So I was able to recently take myself on a four-day, 48-kilometer solo hike, silenced my phone, turned off all notifications, and set up an out-of-office email reply. It was the best thing I've done since March. You may not wish to or be able to go on a long hike, though I highly recommend whatever you choose to do, commit to it and dive into it completely. Allow whatever you do to melt your worries away. If you can manage, take yourself away from your office and home for a few days. Do something that has potential to help turn down the volume of your thoughts. It will probably take a couple of days to let go. In fact, for me, it took until day three of my hike to find more flow in my mind and energy. Return to work with a new energy and refreshed mind. It's not a cure-all solution, and I had lots of work waiting for me to to return. In fact, I've been feeling overwhelmed by some of what I need to get done. But I have paused many times to reflect on those calming moments that I enjoyed during my hike. Most of all, be kind to yourself. It's perfectly okay to not be okay. Great that you've reached out, and I hope you feel better soon. Fantastic advice. Um, I know we can't all do that, right? I know we can't all just pack up and go away for a week. We have kids and family commitments, and, and some of us just can't travel right now. My hometown, Swansea in the UK, is under lockdown, can you believe? Incredible. But maybe if you're at home, switch off your social media for a week. Switch off the computer for a week. You know, pull out those DVDs that you've been meaning to watch and you don't get around to, or those series on Netflix, or those books you bought that you haven't got around to. I really agree with this post that is advice that sometimes you do just need a week away from it or to clear your mind and don't watch the news, right? Um, one, another person said, one thing I find is that it helps to get up with a positive mindset. A lot of times the day can seem onerous if we consider all we must do when we first get up or even halfway through the day. I make it a point to have a few moments to chill and avoid don't statements. Instead, get a few things done early, then no matter what happens the rest of the day, I've already accomplished those things. Again, really good advice. Um, I'm a big fan of tackling, uh, I think Brian Tracy called it, eat the frog. I try and tackle my biggest challenges first thing in the morning. So for me, just the way I am, I'm overweight, I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, I'm in the gym first thing. Because I know if, that, if, I don't, if I don't go in there, something is going to derail me in getting in the gym that day. Um, it could also be, you know, I write the daily brief. I write it the night before and in the morning I have to go through the news to make sure that I haven't missed anything or, re, you know, rewrite some some comments or add some new stories. That has to be done first thing. And I will also try and attack my, my biggest challenges first thing in the morning. So that means when the afternoon comes, I'm a lot happier because I know I got that big interview out of the way, or I got that research for the interview out of the way, or I've appeared on another podcast and I always try and book an early slot for that. In the afternoon, I can spend time on, on reflecting. Uh, there's a few links people are sharing here, and I'm going to put these into the show notes, which will be at tourpreneur.com forward slash 116. This is a great podcast episode that helped me understand where we are right now in this pandemic. If we can identify and label something, it helps us understand and cope with it. We are in day two, so I'll add that podcast with Breen Brown or Brené Brown or B. Brené Brown. I'm not sure. Another poster writes, this article may be worth reading. Manage your energy, not your time from Harvard Business Review. 
I have a print of it, and I hope it's the full article displayed here because it's a great resource. So I'll also link to that one in the show notes. Um, thank you for this. I'm solo too. And I've been running around trying to do big things like the big tour companies. It's just not feasible. I will do some art and prepare for next year. So that's another operator who's focusing on hobbies, um, in this downtime. I had a very low couple of months a while back and realized that it was the lack of control and uncertainty that troubled me the most. I offer hiking tours in France, Italy, and Switzerland. I've since decided to assume the worst case scenario that I'll have no tours in 2021, though I'm ready and willing to accept bookings, since I can't control what's going to happen. Instead, I've been focusing on generating revenue in ways that I have more control over. This has been a huge weight off my shoulders. It's easier for me in the sense that I started as a travel blogger, so I have that skill set, but still it isn't easy because it's given me tremendous relief knowing that no matter what happens in 2021, I'll be in a better position and that sense of control has been really empowering. I'm back to being a solopreneur, another listener writes, and I felt the same way. I've been strongly relying on my wellness tools, meditation, journaling, movement, getting out in nature. I've done a digital detox, love that word, multiple times since the pandemic began. Social media and the news can have such damaging effects on us that disengaging from it, even for two days at a time, can drastically reduce your stress levels and give you space to think. But the biggest help for me pre and during this time has been my business coach and my life coach, having someone whose job it is to coach entrepreneurs who can see a bigger picture, who can hold your hand and help you think in small manageable steps has been key. When we're so wrapped up in it, it's hard to see a way through sometimes, sending you love and support. You will come through, you will get through this and come out stronger. Just remember to take care of yourself first so that you can have a business later. Love the advice on social media here and also love the advice of mentors and coaches. I, I just worry that there are a lot of jackals out there, right? A lot of empty suits who are masquerading as coaches and they're actually not, and they're not very good. So just make sure if you do hire someone, do your due diligence, ask in the group, group's fantastic place. Same with courses. You know, I get feedback all the time from listeners who've studied the various courses out there. Come and ask in the group and you will receive honest answers from peers. Are you looking for reservation software? I've got great news. This month, Checkfront is offering an exclusive free 90-day trial for tourpreneurs. That's so much time to set up a high converting booking flow on your website and explore everything you can do in the back end to support your recovery. From marketing tools to real-time reporting. So if you've wanted to try Checkfront, now is the time. Go to checkfront.com forward slash tourpreneur to claim your free 90-day trial. You're very brave to raise this subject. I think everyone is suffering. Personally, it comes over me in waves. I'll have a couple of days super optimistic, then the depression hits. Only solution for me is routine. Early morning power walks, running, eat as healthy as possible. Thank God I don't drink anymore. Reading the Stoics I find useful as well. Marcus Aurelius' Meditations is a wonderful book. All the best, you are not alone. Find a way to win once per week. A win could be something big or small. Some examples. 
beating a personal best on my biking exercise route, getting through to a contact in a company I want to discuss with, striking an item off my to-do list, creating an opportunity out of nothing or an old contact, testing a new method of presenting my arguments and it resonating with the audience. It could be an absolute bleep storm of a week, but you start to remember the wins. Over time, you start to realize you're not worrying about stress. You're thinking about the win for this week. I think there's a lot of sense here. You know, I I learned a trick a while ago that's been very, very useful to me. And at the end of every day, I do two things. First of all, I write my three goals for the next day. So I don't come in in the morning and write them down then. I write them the night before because then I can think about it in the evening. It's, it's in my subconscious. And as soon as I get up, I know what I've got to do. I'm not sat there with a pen and paper going, okay, what am I to do today? So the other thing that I do of an evening, and this takes a bit of practice, is I write down three wins from the day. Now, you know, we don't all have mega wins every day. These are not huge goals we're achieving every day. For me, it could be something as simple as, I ate really well today. I ate healthy today. Or I worked out this morning before seven o'clock. Or maybe it is that big goal, two podcast interviews today. Um, And sometimes we don't realize some of our wins during the day because we're firefighting. We go from one task to the next and we never sit down to really reflect on things that have gone well. But bet your bottom dollar, you'll know what hasn't gone well. So every night I'll just think about the three wins I've had and I write them down in a journal. And when I say journal, I don't, I don't, I wish I could. I don't write reams and reams and reams and stuff. I just write down the three wins and and how they made me feel. Another listener writes, exercise, free your mind, eat healthy, no processed foods and get some sleep. Write a list and make sure you put everything on it, big and small. Cross off everything you get done so you can start to feel accomplished. Don't look at the big picture, focus on the small daily tasks. You got this. And I know many of us will shake when we heard that word and, Grimace when we heard that word exercise. It doesn't have to be go and do a 10-mile run. It could just be get out the house, go for a 30-minute walk. You know, pull up a podcast episode, one of Torpreneurs. You know, we've got 100 and this is the 116th episode. Um, You know, go go through the back catalog, listen to those stories as you're out for a walk or put some good music on. And, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a spin class or running. Just, Just get out there, move your body. And, uh, you know, that, that you can, you can hear how many people here are saying that this has been a big help to them in order to move. It's important to talk about what's happening in our industry with like-minded people. I agree. And that's why we have the Torpreneur Facebook group, you know, of everything we've created here at Torpreneur, I'm so grateful that I decided to start a Facebook group almost two years ago. I I almost didn't start it because I thought, yeah, that's, that's something else I've got to deal with on a daily basis. Um, But the community that we've built through the group, you're hearing it now. If you're not a member of our group, because maybe you're not a Facebooker and I get that, but you can hear the level of support that is coming through. None of this is sugar-coated. None of this is rainbow excrement, right? This is all genuine advice from, from peers. People are being so open and honest. It means a lot to know you're not the only one tired And that's what makes it so difficult is that all the other horrid things can be happening to us like divorce or sick parents. Don't take a break just because of COVID. We have to endure much at one time. Many good ideas and tips. I am grateful. Thank you. So that was a a handful of suggestions and tips in that thread. There's others laced throughout the groups. And 
I, I want to share how I've been dealing with this because like I said earlier on in this conversation, you know, every day I'm speaking to operators, the news is really good. I curate an industry email and the news is really good. And there are days I want to walk away. There are days, do you know what? 10 minutes before I recorded this, I unleashed to my wife about how depressed I was with things and how bad I think next year is going to be. And we all have these moments and I'm lucky that she's very patient and she hears me out uh, and we all need that in our lives. Uh, and I just want to share that with you because there's too much of the, not, not the positive thinking, but I guess, oh, we're going to come out of this. We'll get a vaccine and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, of course we're all hoping for that. But the reality, and often you don't see this on social media because everyone paints their perfect life. We're all going through these moments. But there was a book I read, and it was quite a quick read, and the book is called Essentialism by Greg McKeon. And I want to share some of my learnings from that book and how I've applied it to this particular area of burnout and stress uh, and actually to be more productive. Because I have some days where I look back and I think, oh, I didn't achieve much today. Because being a content creator and the same with being an operator, when you're not leading tours, you might actually have I've done a lot of stuff today, but it doesn't feel like you have. And then we start to beat up on ourselves, right? And that's why I, I write out my three wins every day because I have to remind myself that, no, no, today was actually a good day when you think about some of these wins that you've achieved. Um, and this particular book, Essentialism by Greg McKeon, it's all around less but better. And the basic value proposition, if I really unpack this book for you, is only once you give yourself the permission to stop trying to do it all, to stop saying yes to everyone, can you make your highest contribution towards the things that really matter. Whatever decision or challenge or crossroads you face in your life, simply ask yourself, what is essential? Eliminate everything else. There's a lot in this book about being an editor of your own life and being able to say no to things and asking yourself, everything that lands on your desk, every email, every text, every WhatsApp, is this essential? Let me give you an example of that. Social media and email. That, that is my number one distracting element of my life. And some of it is because I do run a podcast and I do run a group and I have to be aware of what's posted in the group because I always want to police the group to make sure that where all the posts are useful and valuable, etc. But I decided that really, do I really need to check every 10 minutes the group? Do I really need to check my email every 10 minutes? Let's say one of my podcasts had a huge error in it. Do I think somebody wouldn't call me? Or even if it takes me an hour to get to that, you know, I don't have a multi-million dollar sponsor on the show, right? It's, it'll wait an hour, but no, that's not the way I'm wired. I have to get to it. I have to deal with it. So one of the things I've been experimenting with on this whole discussion of, of burnout, for instance, and, and paralysis is only accessing my email three times a day. And I've set those times out and I'll go in and I'll deal with my email and I have 20 minutes. And unless something is really, really super urgent, then I shut it down. And the same with Facebook Messenger, because I felt that with Messenger, I'm so fortunate. We have 2,200 people in our group. I get to speak to so many of you, and I, and, I, and I love doing that. But not when I have an interview to record or an episode to edit 
or I have an interview tomorrow morning that I have to prep for. No, these things have to come first for me. So only accessing email, it's really hard. You know, the first week I completely failed. I completely failed at only checking my email three times during the day. Uh, last week, a little better, still not great. This week, today I'm doing okay, but let's see. Because I think cutting out that noise will really help me. Same with social media. Uh, on weekends, I try not to access social media, certainly for work purposes. And that's the hard thing now. You know, you're on 24-7 with work when you have your, you know, you run a group or a Facebook page or whatever, maybe a community, um, you know, you don't get time to switch off. And I try to do that. And I also, someone mentioned digital detox. I try and do tabletop wargaming on a weekend because that's not connected to the internet, right? I leave my phone in the other room. I put some music on. I make a nice cup of tea and I do that. I walk, I get out in fresh air. We um, did a little bit of gardening this summer, believe it or not. And I'm not, I'm not really a guy who has green figure, fingers, but anything to get me away from the online world, quite frankly. The weekends, I don't, I don't you know, I try and ration the news. I, I don't believe in a complete news fast. I, I try and ration it though. And certainly on a weekend, I, I ration that as well. And with the emails and with social, I feel I have to reply right away. I'm not one of these people who can say, okay, I'll, I'll write to them tomorrow. I'll write to them on Wednesday. It's like, I have to write back right away. And part of that is me being scared of forgetting to write back. But I have to get, I have to get better with that. Uh, every evening, as I said, I, I write up my three tasks for the next day that absolutely must be done, that have to get done in order to grow or further my business. Every Sunday night, I have a journal and I write on that, my biggest wins of the week, list the top accomplishments for the past week. I also have after action review, review your prior week's big three goals. How far did you get? And then list lessons learned from the week. What would you do differently or better? And then um, how will you adjust your behavior going forward? And then the new weekly big three they are my big three goals for the, the week that must be done. This is actually taken this, uh, from something called the Full Focus Planner, which I will add to in the show notes. It's, it's published by a guy called Michael Hyatt. You might know him. He has a podcast. I, I've been through a few of these journals and planners. This is my favorite one. I really like the way it's set out. And then, so for instance, last night I sat down, I went through this, and to give you a flavor, you know, the new weekly big three. So I've got three major goals that I absolutely have to get done this week. Uh, two podcast interviews, one interview, one episode to be released, uh, including research for upcoming episodes. So that's, that's something I have to do, right? And then my second big goal is read a chapter a day of The Experience Economy by uh, B. Joseph Pine II and James Gilmore. So many of you have recommended this book. It's been gathering dust here. And I was like, okay, well, it's not going to get read unless I plan that time. This is so important to me because so many people, so many of you who I respect have told me I need to read this book, that I'm going to make that part of my, uh, my second big goal for the week. And my third big goal is five sales conversations uh, with interested parties for sponsoring Torpreneur for 2021. Uh, my last few weeks goals have actually been around a media kit, which was an absolute pain. <laughs> it was a headache to create because I've never created one before. And it's not like you can go and buy something off the shelf. You know, my tor torpreneur is unique. 
no one else is doing this. So I had to come up from scratch and build it. And that was a real, uh, that was a lot of work, um, but it's done. So now I have to have those, those conversations with interested parties who want to sponsor Torpreneur. Now, if I didn't have those big, big three goals uh, for this week, I'd get distracted by an email or distracted by an article. I think something's happened. I want to write a piece on this. And that's great. I can do that. But only once I've completed those, you know, three big tasks for the week. That's what keeps me sane. Uh, every morning I work out, it's either, I alternate it. It's a run on the treadmill or it's a walk with my dogs. Every morning I spend 30 to 45 minutes learning German. I'm working on something called Coffee Break German, which is a fantastic app. Uh, sorry, podcast. I also go to a German class now once a week. Uh, every Tuesday night I have German class via Zoom. Uh, an hour before bed, I switch off electronics and read a book of fiction. Um, I touched on that earlier on. Uh, I find that so important. It helps me sleep. Or occasionally I will put an audio book on and I'll set the timer for 30 minutes. And more often than not, within 10 minutes, I'm asleep. I'm also a big fan of melatonin. I used to struggle sleeping, uh, melatonin. And also I have this magnesium drink as well that helps calm me down. Uh, before I go to bed. So um, they're all things that help me because I, one of my goals was to get seven to eight hours. I used to be a five to six hour a night sleep guy. And I have for the vast majority of lockdown been able to get at least seven hours and I feel so much better for it. Now, my my last kind of goal here, um, or my tactic, if you will, is going to be a little controversial, but I'm going to share it with you anyway. And that is, Spend an hour a day working on plan B in case Tourpreneur fails as a business. Tourpreneur is my business. I love what I do. I love talking with you. I love sharing your stories. I love the roundtables, the clinics. We've got a great one coming up tomorrow, a copywriting clinic. I love it. But ultimately, I need to make a living doing this, and I'm almost two years into it. But I have to recognize that with COVID, maybe this isn't going to work out. Maybe there's just it's a great business idea. And I could tell that from the traction that Tourpreneur has picked up. All our growth at Tourpreneur has been word of mouth, right? Maybe it's not going to work out. And I'm working on a plan B. And I hope to God I never need to execute on plan B. But you know what? It keeps me sane. Because I'm, I've, I've got something in my back pocket where, let's say, for instance, there's no travel next year. Or those parties who are interested in sponsoring Tourpreneur say, my marketing budget has been slashed. I can't do it. Which, you know, would be sad. It'd be a sad day if I'd have to close down Torpreneur. Um, and I don't want you to get worried. I'm not saying this is going to happen tomorrow, but it may be like I, I, I can't do the daily brief or I can only do one episode every two weeks if I launch a plan B because plan B is not in travel. But I share that with you because it does keep me sane. It keeps thinking, well, I have something else if this doesn't work. And I think that's very important for all of us. Um, this is such an important conversation. I am so grateful to the original poster who had the courage to ask this question in the group. I don't often record monologues, as you know, but I really felt this was a conversation we need to have. And if you do do the Facebook thing, I recommend you come join us at tourpreneur.com forward slash Facebook because advice from our peers people who know what it's like to be stood where we are right now is worth its weight in gold. It could be the one thing that will get you through the day, get you through the week. 
Um, just this weekend, actually, I can mention his name. I'm sure you won't be upset. Alan Rust emailed me, America Tour Company, and he said, oh, it's the first time since lockdown where I have tours in all four states. I said, Alan, can you, can you share that in the, on the group, please? And he said, well, I don't want to because I don't want it to be seen as bragging. Alan's a lovely man. Episode eight. And I've got to meet him in person. And I said, no, I said, but you're not, A, you're not selling anything. It's like, I've got all these tours in these four states and you can too if you buy my course. Um, I don't know what kind of voice that was, but you get the point. But I said, no, I said, people like you, people know you're, you're a struggling tourpreneur. That could be the one piece of news that will encourage someone today. Keep them going. And you know what? Alan posted that. Thank you, Alan. And the responses were great. Because as tourpreneurs, we want to see each other succeed. We want to read good stories because I tell you what, 99% of my feed is negative. So when I do read a good, genuine, authentic bit of news, such as Alan's on Saturday, it put a spring in my step. That's Tourpreneur. You can find the show notes at tourpreneur.com forward slash 116. If there's anything, anything I can do to help you, email me. But you might not get a reply straight away because I'm trying to only log in three times a day. But bear with me. But seriously, if there's anything I can do to help you, you know where we are. Thank you for listening and keep your heads up. Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes, including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.